I started doing yoga to help with my flexibility. But the more I learned, the more I realized how much more the study of yoga has to offer. Yoga has improved my physical and mental health and outlook on life. I feel that yoga can be beneficial for everyone. My mission is to share what I've learned about yoga with all the non-yogis, Joe Sixpacks, and everyday people in a down-to-earth fashion. My name is Luis, and this is the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Deployed Yogi Podcast, episode one. Uh, here, live, coming at you, not live, but pre-recorded in Qatar, uh, more specifically Ayyadid Air Base, uh, where I'll be spending the next uh, four to five months uh, doing the mission here. So that's where I'm at. Um, a lot of people probably don't know what the fuck do I do <laughs> in the military. Um, so I am vehicle management by trade, which means uh, anything that's on four wheels uh, that we fix. So it, basically I'm a mechanic uh, for vehicles. Uh, at the rank I'm at now, though, it's not so much fixing vehicles. It is uh, just management of people, which can kind of fucking go forever, uh, honestly. is just know how to lead people and do that, and I feel like I do an okay job of it. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing here for the next four to five months. Uh, now here in Qatar, is it dangerous? No, I mean... If you compare it to like Afghanistan, Iraq, and that sort of stuff, it's not nearly as dangerous as there. But, you know, there is a threat uh, that we've been briefed on here and from the neighboring nations. So, I mean, it can get crazy, but I don't expect it to in the time that I'm here. So I'm here in the music room of the uh, kind of activity center. That lovely sound you hear is the uh, air conditioning turning on and off. So you got to bear with me. Uh, I am recording this on my Yeti Nano that I bought for the deployment so I can put out some decent quality audio for you guys. Hopefully it doesn't, it's hitting your ear a little better than, uh, not as good as stuff I have at home, but you know, it is what it is. So this episode is really just to spin you guys up on what's been going on. Um, you know, leaving Cheyenne, Wyoming, leaving my family and arriving here and some of the things and thoughts that I've already had since I've been here, which, uh, if you don't know me, I'm I fucking think a lot and sometimes overthink things, but and we'll get into that a little bit later. So first, you know, the departures, um, you know, dropping off the family at the airport. They left a day prior than I did. And, you know, as I was going through this, I was thinking about a conversation that I had with uh, my friend Steven and my cousin Enrique a long time ago. This is pre, maybe even pre-Sam, uh, uh, but even thinking about having kids. And the conversation was kind of centered around, you know, how do you feel when you have to leave your family for for an extended period of time? And, you know, as a single guy, I was looking at these two guys that have already had kids and into that part of their life. And I was just like, you guys are fucking dumb. Because uh, if whenever, if and when I have kids, when I leave them, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be so, like, relieved. I don't have to take care of these kids anymore. And, you know, just very, very ignorant at that point in my life. And now, you know, having a son and, you know, having to, to leave my my wife and my kid, uh, I just look back at that time and just like, ha, you silly bitch. You didn't know anything. Uh, so that that was a very, very difficult day, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, you know, driving to the airport and just kind of seeing like, all right, security points coming up. At some point here, these fucking tears are going to start coming. And, you know, sure enough, they did. And it wasn't, I didn't cause a scene at the airport. Uh, I played a little cool. But, you know, I definitely cried and gave my son, my wife, a last, you know, good kiss goodbye and a hug. And, 
you know, we'll, we'll be in touch. And we have been in touch just about every day since I've been here, which I'm thankful for. Um, but this kind of brings up the important thing of like, man, you got to just express those emotions as, as best you can. Because let me tell you, I fucking cried. Um, I cried when I dropped them off. I cried as I was driving or walking back to my truck. And once I got in my truck, oh, man, I had a cry. I had an ugly girl. I had a drunk girl at the end of the night cry. It was it was good. It felt really good afterwards. Um, and I just feel it's really important to, you know, express those things to as, as, as they come up. You know what I mean? And I think one of the things I find is kind of interesting is, you know, I think we've, as a people, as a species, have had emotions much longer than we've had language. So I always feel like emotions and things like that are our language of the body. I think I've heard that somewhere where emotions are a language of the body and words are a language of the mind. And sometimes those things just don't fucking match up and one doesn't can represent the other very well. And that's when crying, I feel like your fucking body is just so distraught or whatever. It just has to get that out somehow. And that's what the tears are for me. So, you know, after a good cry, you know, and a nice long ride home, I come home to an empty house, you know, not even the fucking dog was there. So that was a very eerie feeling, you know, ever since we moved into that house, it's been a, it's been us, it's been a team. And it's just coming home to it's completely empty. Uh, it was a very, it was a big, uh, mind fuck, uh, to put in nice terms. Um, and I'm very glad that I was leaving the next day. Cause I don't know how much longer I could really could have stayed there without just like, just being fucking sad and depressed the whole time. Uh, so that day was really busy of just packing and getting ready because I was leaving the next morning. Um, but yeah, had some had some tears there too. And the next day I packed up and said goodbye to the house, which is something we do. I don't know if you guys do that. Yeah, say goodbye house. Thank you for taking care of us. And I got on the truck and we headed off to the airport. Uh, so for me, the travel to any deployed location is the worst part because it fucking takes forever. And it's just, you know, I kind of just want to get there and let's get this shit started so we can get it over with quicker than, than we need to. Uh, so some things I kind of thought about while I was traveling is, uh, first off, don't ever fucking fly Southwest. It is, it is the worst. The, I mean, I'm ta- I don't know about Spirit Airlines worse, but it's pretty bad. I've never flown Southwest. Uh, so I got on the flight and usually I'm used to, hey, this is your seat that has been assigned to you. Or we'll assign you a seat. No, fucking, you're basically riding a bus where, like, first come, first serve. Uh, and it's kind of kind of savage, you know. Everyone who puts their shit up first, there's no room for your carry-on. It was, it was Other than that, I mean, the, the flight was fine. It was whatever. But I was like, I'm not doing this shit. And I'm kind of glad I experienced that by myself because when my wife and son fly back to, to Cheyenne, uh, Southwest was one of those flight line, airlines I was considering and Man, I'm fucking glad I experienced that because now I know not to fly Southwest. You know, aside from that, I'm I consider myself a, a traveling pro. I've done a good amount of it through uh, military and you know just at leisure. I've I've traveled a good amount and flown a lot of different places. And uh, yeah, I I'm just really good at it. I know what to expect. I'm the fucking guy that gets in and out of security, no fucking problem. I don't have to go through any bunch, bunch of times. Excuse me, that's my phone. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm just really good at it. Any tips? I don't know. Just be prepared. That's all I can really say. Uh, another thing that, you know, being a dad now, 
I, I think this is my first big travel with, without, with, uh, by being a dad. And before I would just be like, man, with the kids crying on the air, on the, in the, air, in the airport or on the plane, uh, I just meant, can you just shut that fucking kid up, please? But now again, just, you know, I used to be very ignorant. I just feel like, oh man, that poor kid, that poor, poor family, they have to deal with it. Like, there's nothing you can do to console this kid. He's tired. He's fucking, cause I flew out of Baltimore uh, about three in the morning, three, four in the morning. And I had been there since about nine o'clock at night. So well, actually no, about midnight. And there's a family, there's multiple families there. Um, typically the, the, the military kind of charges these planes, people that are moving to places overseas. We all just hop on one plane and we go. And the thing about military travel is, uh, fucking it never goes according to plan. Just to put it out there. There's an expression, Semper Gumby, which is just fucking always flexible, man. Do not just take it as it comes. Don't get upset because ain't shit you can do about it. Um, I mean, that flight was especially uh, originally supposed to leave at 7 o'clock that evening. And when I arrived in Baltimore to catch that flight, uh, I was told it was delayed eight hours. So I had to find something to do that day. Um, so when my time in Baltimore, I walked around downtown and I kind of started thinking about, man, you know, ab- absence does make the heart grow fonder. Cause as I was walking around, I just kept thinking about, you know, things that reminded me of my wife, things that reminded me of my son and just made me really appreciate them a lot more. And I, I feel like this absence is, if anything comes from this shit, it's just a, an appreciation for them and the, the unit that we are now. And I'm just getting a little teary. I think about it where as a, as a young guy, I started thinking about, you know, what's. I tried to distinguish what's worse or what's better. And I, it came to the fact that it's just different. But as a, as a young single guy, anytime deployments came up, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's get on board. I got nothing going on here. Let's fucking, let's go make some money. Let's go do some shit. Uh, but now as a, as a father and a husband, I, I think of, you know, this, this, although it sucks, you know, missing someone and loving someone from a distance is very difficult. And, you know, at the same time, it's, it's kind of nice, you know, like to have this home unit that I am a part of in this team. And, you know, as a single guy, I just worry about me and it was just me all the time. And no, that was nice as well. It's just a lot different knowing you're, you're a part of this thing that is bigger than you, you know, it's this child, it's a, it's a family, it's a unit. And I think it's, I know it's just different. It's not better or worse. It's just something I was thinking about, you know, trying to make myself a little feel better about it. And, you know, being apart from them really made me realize like, damn, like I haven't been by myself in so long. It's almost like I have to learn to walk again. Uh, For the longest time I was, I was very content being alone and I was, and I still enjoy my solitude, but you know, with the wife and kid, you don't really get that time too much. And now I have fucking a ton of it and I just (laughs) really don't know what to do. So I have to learn to, to be by myself again, which I think is another benefit of, of this benefit of this deployment that, you know, if anything, you know, I can, I know how much I appreciate my wife and kid, how much I appreciate our family and our unit and how much, uh, I don't know. I need to learn to be by myself again. And this kind of, that's a good practice as well. So once I got here, uh, got to my room, these living conditions, I'm not going to complain. Shit could be much worse. I have shared rooms and tents with fucking multiple dudes. Here I sit, I, I have a roommate. It's a pretty small room, but you know, it's a hardened facility. I have a bathroom. I don't have to, I've been on deployments where you got to walk, you know, 
I'd say at least fucking 50, 100 yards to, to go to the bathroom and uh, take a shower and stuff. So it's it's pretty good. It's, it is what it is, essentially. You make it home. Uh, the food here, I will say it is free. So there's that. It's Again, it's not bad. And it's kind of funny. Every deployment I've been on, the food tastes exactly the same. It's weird. Uh, I, can, I know what to expect. I know exactly what it's going to taste like before I even fucking put it in my mouth. Uh, so it's just funny how those things come back. Um, it is, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's free. That's all I can really say. Do I miss cooking for myself? Yes, very much. So I miss, uh, oddly enough, I miss fucking vegetables. Uh, the vegetables they have here are cooked to death, like just mush. And it's just not a very good way to get your vegetables and vitamins in, but it is what it is. So on here, the first struggle I had was sleep, right? You get, you're super, super jet lagged. So I did my best to stay up, but you know, those first four to five nights I was averaging maybe, maybe four hours of sleep. I'd wake up like at two, three in the morning and all right, that's it. I'm up. And, you know, just try to struggle through the day and make it to, you know, eight, like nine o'clock. I like to turn off the lights and, and listen to an audiobook or something to put me to sleep. Uh, so it did take me a while. I feel like I'm finally into a rhythm, at least sleep wise, that I can start doing stuff. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I really enjoy working out. But I'm very proud of myself that I didn't jump to the gym right away because I knew that my my sleep's like shit, my workouts are going to be like shit, and they're going to do more harm than good. Uh, so I gave myself 10 days, which is coming up here, and I'm very excited to get back to the gym and make that part of my routine and structure, which is something I need uh, to to get me through the day. I need a system like this time I do this, this time I, do, I just need, I don't know if you all like that or like to have like sporadic days. But I like to have a routine or a structure to my day every single day. It just makes me feel a little bit more, I don't know, productive. It just makes me feel more calm than like, what the fuck am I doing today? Uh, so I'm recording this on Christmas Eve. Um, and the holidays are, you know, they're here. And it's I've been talking to my, talk to my wife earlier today. And we both said it just doesn't feel like Christmas uh, just because we're not together. And it's it's sad. Don't get me wrong. It fucking sucks. But one thing I've, I've learned from this yesterday, we had a, like a small holiday get together within our section. And, um, it just made me feel like, man, we people, we fucking find a way. And I was just kind of looking around and all these folks are away from all their families, their friends during this time of year, when usually you're surrounded by that and you have an abundance of it. Um, but we're all having a good time and it was kind of, it was beautiful. You know what I mean? That we find a way no matter where we are to, to grow and be together and comfort each other. And I thought that was really, really nice. Uh, as far as my family, uh, they're happy and content back in California. Uh, surrounded by everybody and a bunch of love. And my son, I feel he's having a great time. He's going to be ridiculously spoiled by the time this is over. But I feel like he deserves it. He's a cool little kid. He's you know developing and walking a lot more. And it's, it's good that I'm able to see that at least through you know through my phone. Uh, my wife is, you know, doing her best to adjust. It's just a lot of adjustment. Usually it's just us and we're not surrounded by family. Although it is nice. It can be overwhelming at times when you're just like, just hanging out with two people, you know what I mean? Um, but we're all, I know we have to be kind to ourselves. I have to remind us both of that and know that's going to take some time to, to get used to us and get into a, to a system or a rhythm. Uh, so some things I've encountered so far, uh, as far as myself for, you know, this deployment, sound like somebody want to come in here is uh imposter syndrome i i i deal with this quite a bit i deal with it when i started this podcast when i became a yoga instructor um everything you know and just comes i realize like man i 
this is just a thing that I deal with now. And uh, example is, you know, I come here and I'm surrounded by these other guys that are the same rank as me. And I'm, I'm just sit back I'm like, man, I'm, should I be at this fucking table? Like, do I need to, and you know, through like, you know, introspection, I, I kind of ask myself these questions. Like I, you know, I tell myself, you know, you're not good enough. You know, who are you to do this? Who do you do that? And I really started thinking and realizing, I asked myself, okay, did anybody make you feel this way? Did anybody tell you this? And I was like, well, no. Um, so it's just basically you telling yourself this. So all this is based on some fucking shit you got in your head. And that kind of shed a different light on it and realized, all right, well, until somebody tells me, and even then it's an opinion, um, I should really just fucking chill out for a bit and all on that front. Uh, another thing that I realized this morning that I'm kind of lacking is uh, a connection to a higher power. Um, I, I haven't been meditating as much as I usually have. And, you know, as I meditate, it makes me feel better. But also I feel like it connects me to this divinity that, you know, as I mentioned in many podcasts, it's, it's something that was within us. And I feel like I've lost that a little bit or just haven't been concentrating on that. And, you know, when I do do that, I just feel better. I feel like I have more purpose. And I feel like that's a really important thing to, to mention is, you know, whatever your religious and spiritual preferences are, I feel like having a connection to that um, really makes you feel a big a part of something first. And it just gives you a little bit more purpose and things to live up to. And that's something I, I've realized I'm kind of lacking today and something I'm going to work to read to regain, you know, through meditation and introspection and just making the time because I got fucking a lot of it. Uh, so this has been the first episode of the Deployed Yogi podcast. Um, if you have any questions or anything, please just shoot me an email or a message on Instagram. I'd be more than happy to answer. I really support, <laughs> I really enjoy the support I've gotten so far. And thank you guys for the well wishes to myself and my family. I will continue to put these out as much as I possibly can. And that is about it. I will talk to you all next week.